chapter fifteen of the pilot by james fenimore cooper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter fifteen sir and i have no exquisite reason for it but i've reason good enough twelfth night the countenance of captain burrowcliffe when the sentinel admitted him to the apartment he had selected was in that state of doubtful illumination when looks of peculiar cunning blend so nicely with the stare of vacancy that the human face is rendered not unlike an april day now smiling and inviting and at the next moment clouded and dreary it was quite apparent that the soldier had an object for his unexpected visit by the importance of his air and the solemnity of the manner with which he entered on the business he waved his hand for the sentinel to retire with lofty dignity and continued balancing his body during the closing of the door and while a sound continued audible to his confused faculties with his eyes fixed in the direction of the noise with that certain sort of wise look that in many men supplies the place of something better when the captain felt himself secure from interruption he moved round with quick military precision in order to face the man of whom he was in quest griffith had been sleeping though uneasily and with watchfulness and the pilot had been calmly awaiting the visit which it seemed he had anticipated but their associate who was no other than captain manuel of the marines was discovered in a very different condition from either though the weather was cool and the night tempestuous he had thrown aside his pea-jacket with most of his disguise and was sitting ruefully on his blanket wiping with one hand the large drops of sweat from his forehead and occasionally grasping his throat with the other with a kind of convulsed mechanical movement he stared wildly at his visitor though his entrance produced no other alteration in these pursuits than a more diligent application of his handkerchief and a more frequent grasping of his naked neck as if he were willing to ascertain by actual experiment what degree of pressure the part was able to sustain without exceeding a given quantity of inconvenience comrade agrici said burrowcliffe staggering to the side of his prisoner where he seated himself with an entire absence of ceremony comrade agrici is the kingdom in danger that gentleman traversed the island in the uniform of the regiment of incognitus incognitii torum dami how i forget my latin say my fine fellow are you one of these torums manuel breathed a little hard which considering the manner he had been using his throat was a thing to be expected but swallowing his apprehensions he answered with more spirit than his situation rendered prudent or the occasion demanded say what you will of me and treat me as you please i defy any man to call me tory with truth you are no torum well then the war office has got up a new dress your regiment must have earned their facings in storming some water battery or perhaps it has done duty as marines am i right i'll not deny it said manuel more stoutly i've served as a marine for two years though taken from the line of the army said burrowcliffe interrupting a most damning confession of which state line the other had belonged to i kept a dog watch myself once on board the fleet of my lord howe but it is a service that i do not envy any man our afternoon parades were dreadfully unsteady for tis a time you know when a man wants solid ground to stand on 
however i purchased my company with some prize money that fell in my way and i always remember the marine service with gratitude but this is dry work i have put a bottle of sparkling madeira in my pocket with a couple of glasses which we will discuss while we talk over more important matters thrust your hand into my right pocket i have been used to dress through the front so long that it comes mighty awkward to me to make this backward motion as if it were into a cartridge box manuel who had been at a loss how to construe the manner of the other perceived at once a good deal of plain english in this request and he dislodged one of colonel howard's dusty bottles with a dexterity that denoted the earnestness of his purpose burrowcliffe had made a suitable provision of glasses and extracting the cork in a certain scientific manner he tendered to his companion a bumper of the liquor before another syllable was uttered by either of the expectants the gentlemen concluded their draughts with a couple of smacks that sounded not unlike the pistols of two practised duellists though certainly a much less alarming noise when the entertainer renewed the discourse i like one of your musty-looking bottles that is covered with dust and cobwebs with a good southern tan on it he said such liquor does not abide in the stomach but it gets into the heart at once and becomes blood in the beating of a pulse but how soon i knew you that sort of knowledge is the freemasonry of our craft i knew you to be the man you are the moment i laid eyes on you in what we call our guard-room but i thought i would humour the old soldier who lives here by letting him have the formula of an examination as a sort of deference to his age and former rank but i knew you the instant i saw you i have seen you before the theory of burrowcliffe in relation to the incorporation of wine with the blood might have been true in the case of the marine whose whole frame appeared to undergo a kind of magical change by the experiment of drinking which the reader will understand was diligently persevered in while a drop remained in the bottle the perspiration no longer rolled from his brow neither did his throat manifest that uneasiness which had rendered such constant external applications necessary but he settled down into an air of cool but curious interest which in some measure was the necessary concomitant of his situation we may have met before as i have been much in service and yet i know not where you could have seen me said manuel were you ever a prisoner of war hum not exactly such an unfortunate devil but a sort of conventional non-combatant i shared the hardships the glory the equivocal victories where we killed and drove countless numbers of rebels who were not and woe is me the capitulation of burgoyne but let that pass which was more than the yankees would allow us to do you know not where i could have seen you i have seen you on parade in the field in battle and out of battle in camp in barracks in short everywhere but in a drawing-room no no i have never seen you before this night in a drawing-room manuel stared in a good deal of wonder and some uneasiness at these confident assertions which promised to put his life in no little jeopardy and it is to be supposed that the peculiar sensation about the throat was revived as he made a heavy draught before he said you will swear to this can you call me by name i will swear to it in any court in christendom said the dogmatical soldier and your name is is fugelman if it is i'll be damned exclaimed the other with exulting precipitation swear not said burrowcliffe with a solemn air for what mattereth an empty name call thyself by what appellation thou wilt i know thee soldier is written on thy martial front thy knee bendeth not nay i even doubt if the rebellious member bow in prayer 
come sir interrupted emmanuel a little sternly no more of this trifling but declare your will at once rebellious member indeed these fellows will call the skies of america rebellious heavens shortly i like thy spirit lad returned the undisturbed borough it sits as gracefully on a soldier as his sash and gorget but it is lost on an old campaigner i marvel however that thou takest such umbrage at my slight attack on thy orthodoxy i fear the fortress must be weak where the outworks are defended with such a waste of unnecessary courage i know not why or wherefore you have paid me this visit captain borough said manuel with a laudable discretion which prompted him to reconnoitre the other's views a little before he laid himself more open if captain be your rank and borough be your name but this i do know that if it be only to mock me in my present situation it is neither soldier-like nor manly and it is what in other circumstances might be attended by some hazard hum said the other with his immovable coolness i see you set the wine down as nothing though the king drinks not as good for the plain reason that the son of england cannot find its way through the walls of windsor castle as easily as the son of carolina can warm a garret covered with cedar shingles but i like your spirit more and more so draw yourself up in battle array and let us have another charge at this black bottle when i shall lay before your military eyes a plan of the whole campaign manuel first bestowed an inquiring glance on his companion when discovering no other expression than foolish cunning which was fast yielding before the encroaching footsteps of stupid inebriety he quietly placed himself in the desired position the wine was drunk when borough proceeded to open his communications more unreservedly you are a soldier and i am a soldier that you are a soldier my orderly could tell for the dog has both seen a campaign and smelt villainous saltpetre when compounded according to a wicked invention but it required the officer to detect the officer privates do not wear such linen as this which seemeth to me an unreasonably cool attire for the season nor velvet stocks with silver buckles nor is there often the odorous flavour of sweet-scented pomatum to be discovered around their greasy locks in short thou art both soldier and officer i confess it said manuel i hold the rank of captain and shall expect the treatment of one i think i have furnished you with wine fit for a general returned borough but have your own way now it would be apparent to men whose faculties had not been rendered clear by such cordials as this dwelling aboundeth with that when you officers journey through the island clad in the uniform incognitorum which in your case means the marine corps that something is in the wind of more than usual moment soldiers owe their allegiance to their prince and next to him to war women and wine of war there is none in the realm of women plenty but wine i regret to say that is good wine grows both scarce and dear do i speak to the purpose comrade proceed said manuel whose eyes were not less attentive than his ears in a hope to discover whether his true character were understood en avant in plain english forward march well then the difficulty lies between women and wine which when the former are pretty and the latter rich is a very agreeable sort of an alternative that it is not wine of which you are in quest i must believe my comrade captain or you would not go on the adventure in such shabby attire you will excuse me but who would think of putting anything better than their port before a man in a pair of tarred trousers no no hollands green and yellow hollands 
is a potation good enough to set before one of the present bearing and yet i have met with him who has treated me to the choicest of the south side madeira know you the very side from which the precious fluid comes that looks more in favour of the wine but after all woman dear capricious woman who one moment fancies she sees a hero in regimentals and the next a saint in a cassock and who always sees something admirable in a suitor whether he be clad in tow or velvet woman is at the bottom of this mysterious masquerading am i right comrade by this time manuel had discovered that he was safe and he returned to the conversation with the revival of all his ready wits which had been strangely paralyzed by his previous disorder in the region of the throat first bestowing a wicked wink on his companion and a look that would have outdone the wisest aspect of solomon he replied ah woman has much to answer for i knew it exclaimed burrowcliffe and this confession only confirms me in the good opinion i have always entertained of myself if his majesty has any particular wish to close this american business let him have a certain convention burnt and a nameless person promoted and we shall see but answer as you love truth is it a business of holy matrimony or a mere dalliance with the sweets of cupid of honest wedlock said manuel with an air as serious as if hymen already held him in his fetters tis honest is there money is there money repeated manuel with a sort of contemptuous echo would a soldier part with his liberty but with his life unless the chains were made of gold that's the true military doctrine cried the other faith you have some discretion in your amphibious corps i find but why this disguise are the seniors grave as well as potent and reverend why this disguise i again ask why this disguise repeated manuel coolly is there any such thing as love in your regiment without disguise with us it is a regular symptom of the disease a most just and discreet description of the passion my amphibious comrade said the english officer and yet the symptoms in your case are attended by some very malignant tokens does your mistress love tar no but she loveth me and of course whatever attire i choose to appear in still discreet and sagacious and yet only a most palpable feint to avoid my direct attack you have heard of such a place as gretna green a little to the north of this i dare say my aquatic comrade am i right gretna green said manuel a little embarrassed by his ignorance some parade-ground i suppose ay for those who suffer under the fire of master cupid a parade-ground well there is some artful simplicity in that but all will not do with an old campaigner it is a difficult thing to impose on an old soldier my water battery now listen and answer and you shall see what it is to possess a discernment therefore deny nothing you are in love i deny nothing said manuel comprehending at once that this was his safest course your mistress is willing and the money is ready but the old people say halt i am still mute tis prudent you say march gretna green is the object and your flight is to be by water unless i can make my escape by water i shall never make it said manuel with another sympathetic movement with his hand to his throat keep mute you need tell me nothing i can see into a mystery that is as deep as a well to-night your companions are hirelings perhaps your shipmates or men to pilot you on this expedition one is my shipmate and the other is our pilot said manuel with more truth than usual you are well provided one thing more and i shall become mute in my turn does she whom you seek lie in this house 
she does not she lies but a short distance from this place and i should be a happy fellow could i but once more put foot eyes on her now listen and you shall have your wish you possess the ability to march yet which considering the lateness of the hour is no trifling privilege open that window is it possible to descend from it manuel eagerly complied but he turned from the place in disappointment it would be certain death to attempt the leap the devil only could escape from it so i should think returned burrowcliff dryly you must be content to pass for that respectable gentleman for the rest of your days in st ruth's abbey for through that identical hole must you wing your flight on the pinions of love but how the thing is impossible in imagination only there is some stir a good deal of foolish apprehension and a great excess of idle curiosity among certain of the tenants of this house on your account they fear the rebels who we all know have not soldiers enough to do their work neatly at home and who of course would never think of sending any here you wish to be snug i wish to serve a brother in distress through that window you must be supposed to fly no matter how while by following me you can pass the sentinel and retire peaceably like any other mortal on your own two stout legs this was a result that exceeded all that manuel had anticipated from their amicable but droll dialogue and the hint was hardly given before he threw on the garments that agitation had before rendered such encumbrances and in less time than we have taken to relate it the marine was completely equipped for his departure in the meantime captain burrowcliff raised himself to an extremely erect posture which he maintained with the inflexibility of a rigid martinet when he found himself established on his feet the soldier intimated to his prisoner that he was ready to proceed the door was instantly opened by manuel and together they entered the gallery who comes there cried the sentinel with a vigilance and vigour that he intended should compensate for his previous neglect of duty walk straight that he may see you said burrowcliff with much philosophy who goes there repeated the sentinel throwing his musket to a poise with a rattling sound that echoed along the naked walls walk crooked added burrowcliff that if he fire he may miss we shall be shot at with this folly muttered manuel we are friends and your officer is one of us stand friends advance officer and give the countersign cried the sentinel that is much easier said than done returned his captain forward mr amphibious you can walk like a postman move to the front and proclaim the magical word loyalty tis a standing countersign ready furnished to my hands by mine host the colonel your road is then clear before you but hark manuel made an eager step forward when recollecting himself he turned and added my assistants the seamen i can do nothing without them lo the keys are in the doors ready for my admission said the englishman turn them and bring out your forces quick as thought manuel was in the room of griffith to whom he briefly communicated the situation of things when he reappeared in the passage and then proceeded on a similar errand to the room of the pilot follow and behave as usual he whispered say not a word but trust all to me the pilot arose and obeyed these instructions without asking a question with the most admirable coolness i am now ready to proceed said manuel when they had joined burrowcliff during the short time occupied in these arrangements the sentinel and his captain had stood looking at each other with great military exactitude the former ambitious of manifesting his watchfulness the latter awaiting the return of the marine the captain now beckoned to manuel to advance and give the countersign 
loyalty whispered manuel when he approached the sentinel but the soldier had been allowed time to reflect and as he well understood the situation of his officer he hesitated to allow the prisoner to pass after a moment's pause he said advance friends at this summons the whole party moved to the point of his bayonet when the man continued the prisoners have the countersign captain burrowcliffe but i dare not let them pass why not asked the captain am i not here sir do you not know me yes sir i know your honour and respect your honour but i was posted here by my sergeant and ordered not to let these men pass out on any account that's what i call good discipline said burrowcliffe with an exulting laugh i knew the lad would not mind me any more than that he would obey the orders of that lamp here are no slaves of the lamp my amphibious comrade drill ye your marines in this consummate style to niceties what means this trifling said the pilot sternly ah i thought i should turn the laugh on you cried manuel affecting to join in the mirth we know all these things well and we practise them in our corps but though the sentinel cannot know you the sergeant will so let him be called and orders be given through him to the man on post that we may pass out your throat grows uneasy i see said burrowcliffe you crave another bottle of the generous fluid well it shall be done sentinel you can throw up yon window and give a call to the sergeant the outcry will ruin us said the pilot in a whisper to griffith follow me said the young sailor the sentinel was turning to execute the orders of his captain as griffith spoke when springing forward in an instant he wrenched the musket from his hands a heavy blow with its butt fell the astonished soldier to the floor then poising his weapon griffith exclaimed forward we can clear our own way now on said the pilot leaping lightly over the prostrate soldier a dagger gleaming in one hand and a pistol presented in the other manuel was by his side in an instant armed in a similar manner and the three rushed together from the building without meeting any one to oppose their flight burrowcliffe was utterly unable to follow and so astounded was he by this sudden violence that several minutes passed before he was restored to the use of his speech a faculty which seldom deserted him the man had recovered his senses and his feet however and the two stood gazing at each other in mute condolence at length the sentinel broke the silence shall i give the alarm your honour i rather think not peters i wonder if there be any such thing as gratitude or good breeding in the marine corps i hope your honour will remember that i did my duty and that i was disarmed while executing your orders i can remember nothing about it peters except that it is rascally treatment and such as i shall yet make the amphibious aquatic gentleman answer for but lock the door look as if nothing had happened and ah your honour that is not so easy done as your honour may please to think i have not any doubt but there is the print of the breech of a musket stamped on my back and shoulders as plainly to be seen as that light then look as you please but hold your peace sir here is a crown to buy a plaster i heard the dog throw away your musket on the stairs go seek it and return to your post and when you are relieved to act as if nothing had happened i take the responsibility on myself the man obeyed and when he was once more armed burrowcliffe a good deal sobered by the surprise made the best of his way to his own apartment muttering threats and execrations against the corps of marines and the whole race as he called them of aquatic amphibii End of chapter fifteen